Welcome to the Leadership Exposé podcast. This podcast is for leaders at diverse levels and organizations around the world who are seeking to scale and transform their leadership, to level up their business, and to create an impact in the lives of people all around them. Business topics, trends, innovation, and the intersection with leadership is the focus. We enable success. I'm your host, Stephen Paul. In this episode, we meet a leader with a diverse background in diverse areas of media and marketing. We're joined by Anna Antimichuk. Her experience draws on the global experience across business sectors, both in mature and emerging markets. She holds a senior leadership role in an organization that helps other firms manage regulatory change efficiently. We'll learn more about this and the associated trends but also about her journey and how she brings leadership to the forefront. Welcome, Anna. How are you doing this morning? Hi, Stephen. Good morning. Um, Doing great. Uh, Good morning from London. Uh, My name is Anna, as Stephen mentioned. So I represent a global rec tech vendor, Closematch. Closematch is a global compliance technology company which helps both fintechs and leading financial institutions standardize and automate their processes and workflows in order to manage governance and compliance risks. So excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Wonderful, Anna. We are so pleased to have you on board here today. So um, tell us, Anna, about your journey. You've mentioned a little bit about clause match, but tell us about your professional journey. Mm -hmm. So it's a great question. I think that uh, being a part of something which is constantly evolving and growing is always a unique challenge. Uh, so actually, uh, I joined Clause Match, and I have been leading brand and product communications uh, from point zero, uh, set up the function, and have been building the brand. Uh, later on, as the role evolved, I also stepped up to work with the product, leading engagements with the innovation labs and the regulators, including promoting our AI capabilities. Uh, and actually, this uh, year, it will be six years that I'm in. I've worked on bringing awareness to the market of how important digital transformation is for compliance in financial services. And actually today, uh, we can see that Clause Match is considered a must-have solution for many organizations in Europe and the US. So that's really rewarding. But uh, prior to Clause Match, I have worked in a number of communications, marketing, and business development roles at tech companies, various tech companies, launching digital terrestrial satellite TV equipment, uh, working at nanotechnology and transport telematics. I also worked at a well-known international communications agency, and at the very beginning of my career, I actually started as a TV journalist and was teaching media science at a university. So then I defended a PhD thesis, and that actually brought me to London for the first time to study business strategy and planning. Wow, that's amazing, Anna. So there's there's quite a few things that I picked up there, a lot of technology, a lot of regulatory change, media, marketing, product development. You seem to be quite diverse in, in, in a, lot of, um, a lot of topics here. Which is the most topic that resonates with you or is it more balanced across these areas? 
Uh, I guess it's just, you know, that novelty angle, uh, that's something new and positive that uh, can bring real qualitative uh, impact. Uh, and I'm not afraid of the world revolutionary change to lives, to professional lives, and as a consequence uh, to life as a whole. So probably I, I, I just was always interested in uh, driving impact. Okay. That's uh, what unites all of this. Okay, wonderful. And you mentioned, Anna, about regulatory change. Um, so tell us a little bit more about regulatory change and probably how, um, how that fits into, you know, what most of the industries are facing here. Is it more specific to a particular sector or industry or is it, um, is, is it across sectors? Um, maybe let's delve a little bit more into that. Yeah, so, uh, you know, it's, uh, you know, that clause match is a regulatory technology uh, solution, RegTech, uh, but actually the idea came to our founder before this new subset of technology was even known as RegTech. So at first, clause match was referred to as legal tech, then it was, you know, fintech, regtech, when we're working with regulators, it's subtech. So it's it just doesn't uh, have uh, one single name. Uh, and some people actually see it as a subset on, of financial technology although its application can be much broader. It's uh, well beyond the financial services, although, you know, the uh, real need and uh, the necessity, the urgent necessity was coming from the financial services market, of course. Right. Okay, wonderful. And, and Anna, you mentioned about media and marketing. Um, and, well, let's, let's talk about media and marketing. So, do you find a big relationship between media and marketing here and 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 how do those two intersect from your perspective oh thank you for this question so actually i would say that media and uh, marketing they are like um beasts of the same forest but uh like different beasts of course so um, media is such a competitive market you know that there are a lot of uh, media outlets the media industry is such you know a huge one and also it's considered to be you know the uh, the fourth power so how powerful is it also from the other side of things we know that uh, it's marketers that change the world with their ideas so both of these are just so powerful in driving the change but they come from completely different angles and um, that's what just you know interested me in both of these uh, areas but of course uh, it you should see a clear difference a clear border between you know these two domains i would say okay wonderful and um, what makes it interesting with uh, with with clause match I mean, obviously, there are quite a few a uh, few areas and companies that that provide similar type of offering. But uh, what's 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 different about you know what you're actually offering and what you bring to the table as well, and as a leader. So uh, our product at Clause Match it absolutely makes a huge difference for people in compliance. 
of course, no one will say this better than our founder, as he is, as he was the one who worked at global banks and energy companies and legal and compliance, and experienced all of those pains. But clause match actually exists to bring full digital transformation to these functions and regulated companies. And uh, the fact that we are getting positive feedback from them and also public positive feedback proves that this. Uh, uh, is actually transforming uh, compliance and it's doing its thing. Uh, I just heard one compliance professional talking about ClauseMatch recently when she saw the platform. She honestly did not know anymore how this had not been invented and implemented everywhere a long time ago. It just makes life so much easier, she said, and with regulators demanding that compliance programs should be dynamic, intentional, embedded into the DNA of companies. There are only more and more regulations. The old ways of managing compliance are just becoming not sustainable anymore. Yeah, amazing. I, I, I truly think that that is actually a, uh, a, um, a great way to bring all these new regulations in front of a company that's just being hit by regulations and don't know how to deal with it. And you bring a unique offering. So I can, I can definitely relate to it. So Anna, if, if, if I'm a company or a business or an individual that's looking to leverage a solution, how would, it, how would a, you know, that initial conversation with, with you and I sound like? I know you've mentioned you know, regulatory change that you offer and so forth, but how would, how, would, how, would, how would that initial conversation with you and I sound like? Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, and it actually depends on what size of the build uh, of, of the business. Uh, it actually depends on the size of the business. As small medium businesses uh, actually have different pain points compared to enterprises. But the key message would be that this is a real way to transformational automation of all your daily mundane compliance processes and workflows, policies, procedures, standards, controls, and it will allow you to concentrate on value added work and take your compliance to a next level of maturity. So as for the format, it could be a friendly chat over, over a cup of coffee. It could be an invitation to our compliance workshop to learn more about how to build an effective compliance program. Uh, it could be me sending you a couple of articles uh, so you could have a look how uh, at how close much works. Anyways, uh, it would be first uh, a question regarding your pains, because in the first place, uh, we are interested in delivering value to our customers or to our potential clients. And now actually we're working with fintechs, banks, insurance companies. So knowing how exactly we can solve for each relevant use case is key. Amazing. Okay, wonderful. Anna, what is what is um, an experience or a story you can share that comes to mind about um, a time as a senior leader that resulted in a, a highly positive outcome? Uh, yeah, so uh, actually there have been many stories, but one story that comes to mind is our relationship with Barclays. So um, Barclays is our first client and it's, you know, it, uh, has a huge importance for close match. Uh, getting our first press campaign with them and uh, signing it off after several months. And it was such a positive momentum for our company just at the beginning of the journey. So uh, just for understanding, working as a compliance vendor, you don't easily get publicity from you know global banks. And then after four and a half years, 
uh, we publicly released another story of growth together uh, when Barclays adopted our policy portal and uh, we actually released it in collaboration with Barclays. It was actually written by them, published on their website, and uh, it released the information that the number of users increased up to 90,000. It literally all employees uh, at Barclays are now using Clause Match. So getting that story out told by the bank uh, itself is, I think it's great. Amazing. And, um, you know, we, we're in a situation where, you know, we are in and out of the pandemic, maybe definitely core out of the out of the core pandemic but what's your experience of what you're you're seeing as a challenge to you know the business world as a result of pandemic over the last couple of years and currently how how how, how are how do you feel that you are bouncing back but also what are you seeing with your clients as well mm -hmm. it's a great question so although i must say that of course covid uh brought in challenges and uh we all were learning how to work as a distributed team our clients were learning how to work as distributed teams uh but uh it proved that in a hybrid uh remote mode the team is not at all less efficient so we were supporting each other via weekly catch-ups and even virtual drinks the same with clients and our customer success team would be best to talk about that so it's great to be back to face-to-face -to -face mode uh, and learn to appreciate simple things um all of us by now probably have experienced COVID. it's not fun you probably know that I just had it in May for the second time. So hopefully it will be the thing of the past soon, but uh, the pandemic presented an opportunity for us. COVID, I see it as a window of opportunities and not only a challenge. So for instance, in 2020, we were actually pulled to the US market following the FinTech Innovation Lab, which was fully virtual due to lockdowns. Afterwards, we signed four large North American top tier financial institutions right after that. So we can say that the US market is experiencing an increasing demand for RegTech. And that demand is, has been increasing due to multiple factors, of course. But the, dis, uh, the disruption of regular processes that uh, COVID caused uh, only highlighted once again that collaboration tools, communication tools, are no longer an option. They're no, no longer just nice to have, and this is the future. Amazing. Anna, share with us a, a, a significant or an important leadership lesson that you've learned, which has transformed the way you lead or operate that, and, and that has benefited other people. So for me, um, leading means learning, constantly learning, and some people are such great examples. Uh, they do inspire me to go above and beyond. I follow multiple great personalities on LinkedIn and other channels. Some of them are from the world of tech. So may I name a few? It's Andrew Nang from Google's DeepMind who's actually leading all the innovative work with AI for Google. I listen to his lectures, podcasts, where he discusses very complex things in a spontaneous format. Uh, there are so many absolutely amazing women, founders of tech startups, great minds. The Women in Silicon Roundabout event is all, also represented with such leaders, women. 
some of uh, the leaders who inspire me are still with us in this world. Others are already gone. And of course, for me, um, Steve Jobs always stands out. Um, he was a genius. Um, I may sound banal, but his 2005 speech to Stanford's graduation class was transformative to me. Connecting the dots in the retrospective uh, sounds amazing. And since then, it's been always somewhere in my mind. Uh, I did not understand it at that time, but then it just, you know, it's really transformative. Steve, Steve says one more important thing during that speech. Do not be discouraged by failures you might experience. And isn't it true? So how many times in life do we fail? But instead of being discouraged, do we always seek to benefit from these happenings? I'm learning to be thankful for my negative experiences, failures in life, although they can be painful. They can definitely be uh, the points where you learn and grow. And also at times you kind of need that vaccination with a negative experience to transform you not to have critically rough ones that can break you. And again, connecting the dots backwards, you might see that that was just the curve that brought you to where you are and not the failure as you perceived it at that time. Uh, some of the people who inspire me are not from the world of tech, from the world of sports and cinema. Arnold Schwarzenegger said that strength does not come from winning. Your struggles develop your strengths. When you go through hardships and decide not to surrender, that's a strength. And another one from him, don't be afraid of failing. Everybody experiences failures, but some rise up with their heads up and keep working, whereas uh, others stop halfway through. I also adore one of the contemporary opera singers, Montserrat Caballero. Uh, probably it's taking me too long to, but it just I, uh, it's not just one example. Yeah. So what a voice. And during one of her interviews, she said, I'm not uh, now, nor have I ever been a diva. I'm only Montserrat. And isn't it amazing how simple she appears to be despite all of her accomplishments and talents. And at the end of the day, nothing inspires me more than common Latin phrases that my father repeated to me each and every day of my life. And there is a wealth of wisdom, there is a wealth of wisdom in all of them, as well as in other folk proverbs and sayings. Like, for instance, all that is mine is with me, with the meaning that our possessions are those of character traits and wisdom, as opposed to material things, and they are always with us. It's amazing, Anna, because um, you've articulated quite a few, uh, you know, leaders that uh, that I follow as well, and um, I am very much in alignment with a lot of the things that you you've you've just mentioned here. And it's such a it's definitely a big inspiration to people that would look up to you. So you know, well done you on that. Um, so Anna, what, what, what are some of the important topics and trends on your mind these days? I know regulatory change, technology and so forth are, are big, but um, um, yeah. you know, aside from that, what are some of these topics that you feel impact you know, leaders, boards, mm -hmm. you know, and their journey uh, and you know, areas that they need to focus on? So ESG is certainly a big trend globally. Regulators are issuing new ESG requirements, such as, for instance, the upcoming SEC climate-related disclosures, the TCFD, and then the first beta version of the TNFD framework. And we know that it's been around in some shape or form of corporate social responsibility, or CSR, 
and its elements. Uh, but now, besides CSR, it has become a term used by capital markets, by investors, and so on, to evaluate corporate behavior and determine financial performance of companies. In the form of ESG, though CSR has become measurable, and I think that's a good trend, because unless you can measure something, you can't really manage it. However, on the other hand, it needs to go beyond those figures and regulations. It actually needs to be embedded into your organization so that you not only attract investment opportunities, but really make a real impact. Improve your performance as you will be more adaptable and prepared for any rules and regulations in this domain. And we should not just think about the E, as we usually do, the environmental. Um, but also the S and the G aspects, they are huge. At one of the recent conferences, this uh, thought was uh, actually voiced on one of the panels, and um, it was said that uh, when it comes to ESG, do you follow regulatory guidance or are you ready to go above and beyond? Um, I think that's probably the approach that uh, we'd all want to have. Excellent. Excellent. I, I completely agree. ESG is such an important topic these days. I know it's been there for a while, but it's become so prominent these days. And uh, it is just so interesting to hear, you know, a leader like yourself that voices that uh, quite, uh, quite importantly um, to, the, uh, to, the, to the different audience groups here. Um, Anna, would you like to share any interest that you, uh, that you have aside from some of the things that you just described earlier? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so I've been always close to the world of music. Uh, it is another planet outside of compliance and technology, of course. Uh, so I have played the piano since the age of five. So I'm quite a frequent attendee of classical music concerts, uh, festivals, and a participant at some of them uh, as an amateur pianist. Um, so I also love hiking, and there are so many amazing, beautiful places just outside London and in London to have a walk, uh, not to mention Britain as a whole. Wonderful. And uh, what, what does a day in the life of uh, Anna look like? <laughs> uh, so again, I'm just thinking about COVID here. So it has corrected that five days a week office schedule, right? Mm -hmm. So it's not just about coming in the office for me every business day. I actually uh, still get up quite early around 7am. And I can't boast of healthy habits here. Uh, so I love coffee. So that's probably a, uh, a bad one. But I just don't start my day without a cup of coffee. I prefer hybrid mode working from the office three days a week is most efficient for me usually. I really like that at close much we are totally flexible and uh, we don't just work together we also do many fun activities together it is part of our culture and um, may I just mention that this july we're going to participate in the dragon boat race in canary wharf also with the goal to raise money for the water aid so inviting anyone to come and support and cheer for us on july the 7th Excellent. <laughs> Wonderful. Um, Anna, is there anything that you'd like to share with regards to um, anything that you've learned in your life? Um, you know, you've had, you know, wonderful journeys and so forth, but is there anything really significant that you want to share that you've learned in your life? Yeah, so I will be uh, really brief here, but I'll just leave this message in case uh, someone needs to hear it. 
So we need to treasure every moment, uh, although we normally don't with our parents. Because the moment then when they are gone comes always unexpectedly. Very that that's very that that's a very huge lesson and a very huge message. Um, and Anna, what's what's the next big business adventure for you? Oh, well, who knows? Uh, actually, when we plan something in life and when we, we voice it, um, almost, you know, 90% nothing happens. I'm interested in so many things. Uh, I'm interested in having a business of my own, but this has to be a very valid idea to set up a business. Um, but I still think of this at times. Who knows? So nothing to be disclosed yet. Wonderful. Anna, we are we're coming to a close very shortly here. Is there anything that you'd like to share, um, you know, as part of any closing messages or a challenge to other leaders on any of the topics that you want to highlight here? I, I just say one thing, know your weaknesses, know your strengths, look out for opportunities and just keep going. Like as ancient Romans said, the road will be mastered by the walking. Wise words from Anna. Wonderful. Uh, thank from you Romans, very much. Actually. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. But you wrapped it all well, really nicely. <laughs> um, but no, thank you very much, Anna, for being with us today and sharing your journey and, um, you know, such an important topic on change and regulatory change and things that's happening in the world these days. Thank you very much. Thank you, Stephen, for having me. Wonderful. Okay, folks, thank you very much for listening in and stay tuned for our next episode on the evolution of the management team in a mature and growing company. Thank you and have a wonderful day.